Japanese politics is dominated by several political parties, including the Communist Party, the、uh, Minshuto, the Democratic Party of Japan, the LDP. The LDP happens to be in a coalition right now with Komeito. It's a really interesting mix. Right now, what we are seeing and we're witnessing is a potential explosion, implosion of one of the political parties. It's a party that's in opposition. It used to run the government about six years ago. It didn't fare very well. Michael, what's happening with the DPJ? Well, the DPJ is the main opposition party here in Japan, and it has not been able to attract very much in the way of popularity. Ever since Mr. Abe became prime minister, the LDP has simply dominated the political field. Well, people well, felt cheated by them. They felt well, it's true. The DPJ was the government party from 2009 to 2012, and yes, the people did feel cheated because they did not follow through on their promises. Whether it was promises made in a very cynical way by the leader Ozawa Ichiro, or the more sincere, basic promises that had been part of the party structure since its founding in 1996,、mm -hmm. the, whatever it was, the DPJ did not live up to its promises, and it was dumped as a party and as a ruling、uh, party in 2012. But what has not happened that has been very strange is that there has not been, after a period of time. Forgiveness,、mm -hmm. and indeed, what we've seen is that the LDP, the party in power, has gone from strength to strength. Now, that's contrary to the way that the, it's been historically. The LDP has, in the past, gotten in trouble with corruption, with arrogance, and its popularity has gone down. And that was the way the party was going from the 1970s onward. That hasn't reappeared, and there has been no flowering of interest in an opposition to the LDP. So that the DPJ, right now, is hovering at an absolutely embarrassing level of seven to eight percent support, whereas the LDP has a very high forty, forty-one, forty-three percent support rate. The internal dynamics right now. I mean, they're having meetings about we should we should coalesce our forces. No, we should. We should、uh, have a coalition with perhaps the Communist Party. We've got an election coming up in seven months. We need to win this election, and perhaps by dividing our our resources, maybe with the other opposition parties, we can we can take this over. Throughout the summer, the Communist Party has been singing a siren call to the DPJ, saying, "Look, we got stuffed in the security legislation." We don't have a plan really altogether to work against the LDP in the 2016 House of Councillors elections. Let's work together.、Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, one of the founding principles of the DPJ is that it is the non-communist opposition. So <clears throat> the Communist Party is either ignoring or intentionally undermining the, the DPJ by singing a sweet song to it.、Mm -hmm. Now. Numerically, it makes sense for the opposition parties to work together because they are in such a disparate、uh, situation as compared to the LDP. They simply don't have the numbers, they don't have the money, they don't have the ability to compete against each other. They don't want to get stuck competing as competing opposition parties. When the LDP has a candidate in a、mm -hmm. district, the the opposition parties will negate each other. And the LDP candidate will win, win re-election. So there's the, there's a real logic to it. However, there are conservatives in the DPJ, 
uh, mostly who actually surreptitiously or in openly support the security legislation. Now, they kept their mouths shut in, as the party opposed Mr. Abe's efforts and the efforts of the LDP and the Kometo this summer. But now, with the, the communists singing this song to the party leadership, they're saying, we want no part of it. Instead, what we want to do is have us in a conservative coalition with bits and pieces of conservative parties that mm-hmm. have already bro- broken up. That would be the Minna no To, the, the Your Party, which broke up two years ago, and now the uh, JIP, the Japan Innovation Party. The, can we get away from the horse race and just talk about what the DPJ's platform is? Sure. Okay. So can we just put the issues out on the table? Because my eyes glaze over when okay. we talk about all these parties. Uh-huh. I see the LDP as being great at marketing, staying on message. The DPJ, all I ever hear is it's imploding or they perform very poorly. They're in single digits. They're in opposition. But again, that's kind right. of the horse race. So do they have anything really worth fighting for, worth supporting? I don't care mm-hmm. that they formed 20 years ago. I could really care less right. about political parties. I care about what do they represent that could be good for Japanese people that would make rational sense to them to turn against the party that's basically been around since the very beginning, Mm -hmm. right after the occupied era. It's got the brand with Japan. So if you could just tell me maybe one, two, three of their issues that are in opposition, are they a true one? Are they a true opposition party? If so, too, what are their couple of top issues? Right. Educate me, because I really don't know anything about the DPJ. Mm-hmm. I just hear that they're weak. <laughs> so. Well, in this case, the, the, the sales point here is that it's the non-communist opposition. And it's the non lgbt Yeah, but you just said they're going to try to work, or the communists are singing a sweet song sure, to them. Sure, that's right. And that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's right. But the thing is, is that you asked also yeah. that they have a message. Well, the message is the same Mm-hmm. The, the communists and the DPJ both have an interest in maintaining the constitution, maintaining constitutional procedures, and in opposing the LDP's steamrollering over the basic fundamental issues having to do with how this country has been run since the occupation. But then it got complicated because you said some members of the DPJ are actually in support of the security bill. Well, a so, lot of... A lot I mean, of, I understand mm-hmm. how parties, there's variance, so I get that, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, there's, they, okay, the parties, the, the DPJ coalesced not only because of, of policies, but also because of an image of being a clean party, mm-hmm. a party without corruption, oh. as opposed to the <laughs> okay. LDP. And right. that was its major selling point. We're... We are, we're, we're sober, we're, we're numbers oriented, and we're, we have clean hands. Mm-hmm. So no drinking. Uh, well, not, it's not that. I think that their distinguishing feature was we are not the LDP. We're different. We're, That'll never work then in no, marketing. No, probably yeah. not. But they but do it have, did work when you had a public. That's so new Coke. Well, no, I mean, if the LDP does make you know, a lot of fumbles and they, they look like they're getting a lot of criticism as an alternative. Yes, they can, they can come in. They've got some really great leaders. They've got some great politicians. They've got some, um, some people at the upper echelons. The the Coke issue really bothers you. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, I, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not a new Coke issue. It, it, in that during a specific time, let's say from the major scandals of the 1970s and 80s onward, the LDP's overall vote has been dec- was declining. Mm. And it it made sense to be the not LDP in terms of electoral politics, as long as you could target people who were not in the base. The Mm -hmm. LDP base is still strong, still loyal. But if you could, as as the the number of white collar workers, the number of, of people who are not affiliated with particular organizations increased, there was a big chunk of the electorate which had no allegiance. Right. And if you could say, we'll, we'll, we're going to do the good things. Come along. Yeah. Come along we'll, with we'll us. Come, we're, we're, going to be, we're going to be making the best of Japan because we're not the LDP. That brings out the worst in Japan. Mm-hmm. That had a cachet until yeah. they actually got into power. And then they discovered it was incredibly difficult to turn the ship of state. Right. It was very hard, and especially when the LDP was rowing the other direction as hard as it could. And and the bureaucracy was also rather used to having the LDP uh, doing things with them. And uh, new sheriff in town, things are pretty difficult. They do. They weren't able to do it. So that it made sense. It's not. It's. But I agree. What is there going to be mm-hmm. their brand? And that's the fight, actually. Right. Because the fight now is between these conservatives, many of them who are trained at the uh, Matsushita Institute of Government and, and Management, so that they are, they're, they're real executive types mm-hmm. um, and, and, and deeply, well, deeply involved in furthering their careers. Let's put it that way. Professional, professional I mean, they're trained as politicians, as, as opinion leaders. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay, I'm and, sensing a little problem there. Okay. Yeah, okay, so then... then oh, yes. Yeah, yeah right. No. So you have the, that faction, and they're the ones who are saying, we need to take a very hard right turn and get away from these communists, and if you're not with us, Mr. Okada, le- our leader, well, then we'll dump you. Right. Why not, if you were being a little Machiavellian, why not paint the LDP as sort of more of the elite kind of the upper class party, and then if you're the DPJ, would it be possible for them to get into class issues, the rising gap between mm-hmm. the very rich, which we know is concentrating in Japan, and the rising poor, childhood poverty going up, right. elder poverty going up. So you'd why ha- not more of a social You'd have a here? problem because Mr. Okada himself, just as a, as a starter, his dad founded the E.ON Supermarket oh. change. <laughs> he's got a le- he's got some deep pockets, <laughs> yeah. which I've been to the a other few f- times. The, yeah, the, the, the founder of the DPJ, Mr. Hatoyama, he's the heir to the Bridgestone fortune. Okay, I'm not saying he's <laughs> rich <laughs> at all. It's it's not going to fly. But I, I was just thinking, if I were a DPJ type, I right. would be thinking every day, where is my angle? What's mm-hmm. my hook here? Yeah. Well, I think they're struggling with it. Yeah. Every yeah, day, are. and and the point here is that. It is a train wreck in slow motion. I mean, we can watch this happen wow. every day, every week. News comes out about, you know, the factional within the, this uh, political party, uh, the jockeying that's going on. And we're going to follow what the leader says. And no, we're not going to follow that. And, 
It's uh, and this week it got really heated. Well, yeah. I, they, they just basically declared war on each other. My point is, w variety is the spice of life. So even watching in contrast the Republican candidates right. in the United States, it was really interesting to me because on foreign policy alone, they had a lot of different perspective. So I would like to see a revitalized DPJ because I just think it would be more interesting for us mm -hmm. to talk about, put more issues out there on right. the table. Don't let one party sort of dominate or steamroll uh, because it starts to really sort of uh, disengage, especially younger people coming along. I wonder how many really aspire to join the LDP. Maybe they do if they see it as kind of the professional political class, but there's got to be in a democracy a little nipping at the heels regularly. Mm -hmm. That's what we call it down south. Nipping at the heels. <laughs> Well, um, I don't know how much time you give uh, the the Democratic Party of Japan to uh, to get their their stuff together, Michael. Or well, they have implode. to get their stuff together by by July because that's when we're going to have the election, and so they have to get their stuff together within the next few weeks. The likelihood of that happening, uh, I would actually say, is pretty poor mm -hmm. because the issues that are dividing them are based on identity. You know, what is our identity as a party in this new environment? Mm. Now, fundamentally, there should be in every democracy a ruling party and an opposition. Mm -hmm. But we are evolving very quickly to an oppositionless party. Right. Where right. We, we, yeah. It's from a two-party system to a 1.5-party system, and now we're down below 1.5. Seriously, it's we are running. We are yeah. running out of of alternate voices. And the reason why we're not seeing it is because the LDP under Mr. Abe has been extremely careful to preserve the appearance of democratic process. Right. Even though they are really an iron fist inside a mm -hmm. velvet glove. Yeah, appearances right. can be deceiving. I'm going to keep throwing out my cliches to get okay. my point across. <laughs> well, <laughs> talking about nipping at the heels, we can't uh, finish this conversation until we talk about the Japan Innovation Party too, because mm. as as the DPJ begins to implode, they're beginning to uh, figure out their strategy too. We've got an election coming up. What this next week uh, for for governor and for mayor of Osaka mm. for, for that fraction of it. But the people right. who are breaking down the DPJ who are, who are actually the other half of that party, mm -hmm. the ones who are who have the money from that party, and they've got a separate identity from the DPJ, which is still seen as a, as a damaged brand. Mm. And they say, hey, guys, you are, we're conservatives, too. Yes, with blood in the water. And we, we, we'll, exactly. We'll come, come over to us. We're we glad to join together. And mixed into that is the, the former leader of the Your Party, Eda Kenji, who is, a, who is basically a, an amazing weather vane in Japanese politics. You always know when to get out of a party mm -hmm. when he leaves it, because you know the party's dead. Oh. And now he's doing the opposite. He's, he's trying to f create a new party for himself. He managed to blow up the last one he was in. Uh, but <laughs> he was, he's a real, he's, he's the new manipulator, and he's, he's got his, his fingers into this. Look, there's plenty more to talk about this. I think I'd like to close up this part of the discussion. We will be returning to this theme because it comes up all the time. Next week, we have another Tokyo on Fire podcast. I'm sure this issue will come up again. Please stay tuned.